1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Welcome to the next episode of Paddle and Finn. I'm Scott. And I'm Brian. And tonight, Brian, we are doing what we call the Year in Review Show. All right. So we're going to uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of different topics tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Year in Review from a Bates technique perspective, boats, what we're looking forward to working on uh, next year. Uh, we're going to touch on the uh, Yak Angler Choice Awards. Uh, the 2019 tournament planning for the KBL and the KBF fishing shows. We got a lot of announcements. So, uh, yeah, big, man, it's going to be a jam-packed episode, my friend. Big announcements. Big, big, big announcements. I love them. I love them. So, Brian, I mean, here we are. It's December. It's not quite the year end yet. And, um, you know, the, we started the podcast, what, back in June? Yeah, I think the first, first episode aired... Went live, I think it was like the very, very end of May, beginning of June. Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is, here we are in December, we're 18 episodes later. Yeah, this is episode 18. Is I that what I it is? I counted yeah. earlier, yeah. So, <clears throat> here we are, and uh, um, constantly growing, the fan base, uh, as well as, I mean, just uh, the interaction we're getting from our, our fans as well, or not fans, but uh, listeners. Followers, yeah. Followers. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, it's it's been a crazy ride, man. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, man. We've me and you have had so many conversations recently because there's like so many big things going on behind the scenes that you guys don't necessarily know about and like you know me and you have like like legit hour hour and a half phone conversations about yeah like (laughs) like seriously every day like what's going on and you know how things are just it's it's crazy to think you know i think we were just like two schmoes that liked listening to podcast and we still are yeah well i mean i'm not denying that but (laughs) you know we liked listening to podcast we fell in love with kayak fishing and we were like hey we should do this and then to see it just kind of transform has just been it's kind of memorizing man it's like unbelievable you know pretty humbling yeah you know i'm not saying that we're like famous or anything but like it's just crazy to to hear feedback hear kind words be part of the community, have the community talk to right, us, right. Let's talk back. And, and that was like our big push, and I know we've mentioned it before, was just like growing the community. Like, you know, me and you struggled when we got into this. Um, so we were like, well, if we could help one guy out, mission accomplished, right? Right, right. And it, it seems like we're helping a lot of a lot of new guys get into the sport. Um, you know, and I've been thinking about it a lot lately too, you know. It, there are some – some bigger names and you know we're not trying to compete with those guys we're just doing our own thing you know and i think that's what makes us so unique um is we're just two average joes that relate to a lot of other average joes we're not um like we talked about we had a review on i think it was apple Podcasts. how like you know we're not jamming advertisements down people's throats we're just two guys sitting down talking fishing and kayak fishing and kayaks in general and uh, one of the one of the biggest things that um i think about like last spring for instance like when we were looking to get into kayak fishing you know i was fishing shoreline you know what i mean like i didn't even have a boat yeah and we talked about doing this and we talked about getting into the kayak fishing scene and all that good stuff and yet now it's like when i think about going fishing i think about where am i going to bring my yak Right. Like it's like a right. totally different mindset, you, you know, and I look at oh, where totally. I was a year ago. Totally. And it's it's my whole vision of fishing is completely different than it was a year ago. Well, yeah, if you would have talked to me about everything I got planned for next year, like right. this spring, I would have laughed in your face. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that'll never happen. But, <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy. But, you know, I'm one of those people like I jump into something and I kind of go full bore mm-hmm. and like I just I, I want to put it all in. You sure. Know? Sure. And um, it's kind of crazy, you know, um, to see everything come full circle, like something that we created together and it's it's gained some popularity. Um, we've got to talk to some really, really cool people. Learned a lot. Learned, Learned a, a lot, lot from yep. some people. Yep. Uh, gained a lot of new cool friendships, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying you're cool, Jay. I'm just saying friendship's cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's, and it's funny, like, and that's just it, like, um, Christine Fisher, previous guest, wrote an article, she was actually up for the Yak Angler Choice Awards for this article, and it, it went into great depths, and, you know, props to Christine, she's, just writes these beautiful pieces all the time, like, that girl should be writing books, you Mm -hmm. know, straight up, but it was, like, talking about how the kayak community is just, like, so generous and um, uh, 
not necessarily generous, but takes everybody in, treats them like they're their own. Yeah. You know, like like me and Jay had a conversation. Like, you know, we talk maybe once a week on the phone. Sure. And uh, he's like, dude, it's funny. Like, we talk like we've known each other since we were kids. Right. And, you know, and, and I think that's it. We all have a common ground, which is fishing and kayak fishing. So we all can relate in some respects and share our stories, share our passion for the sport. And uh, it it just really helps grow the whole sport in general. Sure. You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to go a million different directions with that, but yeah. it's just like, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of memorized and I, it's weird. I, I would have never thought like this would be what it is. I think know? what's, I think what's so fun about it is <clears throat> really the relationships like you had talked about, but also, I mean, just the learning, you know, like mm-hmm. I, that's what really gets me going is, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a huge proponent of there's always something to be learned. I don't care sure. how long you've been doing sure. something or whatever. Sure. And with us, especially just jumping in, there's a ton we, we had to learn and a, a ton we have yet to learn about kayak fishing. And it's so fun to have these guests on and talk to them. And, you know, and that's the other thing too, is even the ones that do fishing that like, we're really not used to, to doing right. Or sure. We don't do ourselves right. consistently. Right. Um, it's, it's such a cool, it, it makes you want to do it. It makes yeah. you want to try it all. You know, like we talked about last, last year uh, or this year on, on a few different podcasts, we talked about baits and techniques, and I think you brought that up sure. in the third or fourth episode where right. it was really about like how to expand yourself fishing-wise sure. and, and go into your non-comfort zone, right? Get yeah. out of your comfort yeah. zone and actually go ahead and, and try some of these new techniques. And that, and that came from me listening to the Yak Tactics right. podcast. Right, You know, and shout out to those guys, man. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, we're not you know in competition with those guys they talk a lot of different subjects compared to us sure but that was something that i i had thought about and you know again we talked about it before like us as fishermen we're so set in our ways and Mm -hmm. we don't expand the variety of baits and techniques and stuff and when i listened to that podcast it really got me thinking like man i really need to like up my game right and it, some new stuff, yeah. And and I did this year, and I, I tried to stay true to that. Um, I mean, there was times where I kind of shied away from it, but I was I was fortunate enough that this year I fished a lot of different bodies of water, so I had to change it up, right. you know. Like, well, like for the for those that maybe haven't listened before, what what were some of the techniques that you've you've really adopted and kind of now yeah find it in your regular bag of tricks? Right, right, right. So I. Um, I mean, my big thing was finesse fishing. I've always been a power fisherman, um, so I focused on drop shotting, uh, Ned rig fishing, um, good old Nedley Deadly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, chatterbait was something that I had thrown when it like first came on the market, and like I was like, this sucks. Like, right, I, it doesn't work. I didn't like I it, know. you know. And then this year, I really like got into Double it. Down on and, it, yeah. Dude, I slammed some. No, right. Hogs. Right hogs both pike largemouth and smallmouth on that chatterbait this year i remember you telling me that you went on your lake and you're like dude i'm using this chatterbait and the northerner just hammering yeah, this thing hammering so, it. so yeah. the next time we went out the next time we went out like i had like seven chatterbaits yeah. like, i never owned one before yeah, ever. Right, right, right and sure enough it was dude, this the craziest yeah, thing yeah. ever we yeah. slammed some fish that right. day both largemouth and pike you For know sure. and that and dude that was just so huge like I mean, how much more enjoyable was that than throwing what we normally would have? No, right. You know, like getting out of your comfort zone, throwing something different, yep. and then having it be successful. Right. Like that's that's huge. Yep. 
Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think I kind of relate that to like fly fishing a little bit myself personally, um, just because you know it, fly fishing's fresh in my mind. I just you know took a trip up uh, up to Wisconsin with Jay. We fly fished for some king salmon and brown trout and stuff in one of the Lake Mer- Michigan tribs. But it's like you tie your own flies and you tie variations of common like a common pattern and then yep. that like becomes successful and you catch fish on it like it, that's cool to me it's super you know, cool it, it, yeah for like sure. the first time like that totally happened was when i went out to uh colorado um it was in march and we were nymphing um the colorado river and our good friend scott purrs was like ah. Oh, I want you to tie me up these nymphs and uh, put a red bead head on it instead of your typical gold head. Yeah. And, dude, like, we had our best day ever on that river. Yeah. Like, the Colorado River. And I caught, we call it the house record because our friend owns a house in Winter Park uh, not far from the river where we fish. And uh, I beat his record. And it it was like a 28-inch brown, Mm -hmm. you know. So Mm -hmm. it's like, and it was on a fly that I tied, and it it was a different variation. So there was a sense of accomplishment there. Well, something you made from scratch. Right. And it actually got you a fish. You You know, know, it's cool. And that's the thing. Like, the new techniques, yeah, it's not something I made from scratch, but it's it's getting out of that comfort zone and, like, you know, achieving uh, landing good quality fish on a new, different, style that you've never tried before um so i mean me personally like the drop shot and thing was huge you know um because i had toyed with it previously and again same thing as a chatterbait never successful yeah and uh you know i i was drop shotted on my lake and uh there was somewhere else um and and i ended up hammering some fish i think it was the madison chain yeah it might have been no I was throwing swim baits up there, swim which, which Jay, Jay turned me on to right. throwing swim baits. Right. Um, and the whopper plopper, that was something I'd never thrown. I mean, granted, that's new to, to fishing, but, you know, whopper plopper were, up yeah. there. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I threw a lot of different stuff this year, which I would have never bought yeah. or went to in my tackle box um and pulled out and rigged up and tried actually catching fish on right, it you know right so yeah i mean how about yourself man i know you tried a bunch of different stuff too well yeah i mean i totally agree with you on the on the chatter totally agree with you on the ned rig yeah yeah um i was pounding smallies up in canada on that ned rig on yeah. rock bottom yeah, yeah. you know and yeah. that, that was another that's another perfect example where <clears throat> you know I'd, I'd fish the ned rig and i'm like this thing just doesn't work Sure, sure. I was so disappointed. Like I'd, I'd fish it, and I'd, you know, you know how when you're fishing something you're not confident in, you're just yeah, not having yeah. a good time, you, you know, get, kind of thing. You want to give up on it easier. You, you totally do. Yeah. And I remember fishing it, and I'm pulling it through weeds, and it's just it was just a pain, and I'm like, this is this is terrible. And I remember Jay went to the Kish. Yeah. And they pounded a bunch of smallies on the Ned rig, and I yeah. said, dude, what are you? What? You know, how did yeah. you do it? And he said it was all on rock bottom. Yeah. So, and not that you have to be on the rock bottom. Sure, for the Ned sure, Ridge, sure, but sure, I mean, sure. It's funny. I'm up in Canada. And we're we're literally over rock bottom, and I'm I'm driving the boat, so I'm just dropping my Ned rig down. And next thing you know, I'm pulling one up on every every right, every right. drop. You know, so so the Ned rig was one. Um, the chatterbait, obviously. Another thing I did a lot this year that I've never done is on the musky front. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwing yeah. Um, the top raider. Yeah. Uh, throwing. Uh, 
uh, giant jackpots. Yeah, uh, you did a, a bunch of musky fishing. Yeah. And that's something we haven't really, like, explored. Really dove into on this podcast. I haven't done it in the kayak yet, dude. Yeah. So that's got to happen. Well, I tossed the one day out of my home lake. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's a whole nother story. I don't know if I want to share that story. It might get me in trouble. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I had never musky fished. And you were like, here, man, here's a rod. Here's a couple baits. I went and actually bought a couple baits. And, uh, yeah, it was different, man. Like, because... <laughs> I was. I remember I was throwing those musky baits, and then like it was almost dusk, and I'm like, "Skip it! I'm just gonna go closer to shore and throw my buzz bait," which yep. was like yep. my big go-to. But I've fished that buzz bait for years, and uh, you know, you go from throwing a one-ounce double cowgirl or showgirl or whatever right. it's called, right, to throwing a little three-eighths-ounce buzz bait. You're like yeah. lunging that thing. On, on a medium-action <laughs> yeah, rod that feels right, like right, it's right. a, a ultralight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there was a so what happened was I was throwing that double showgirl or whatever and I got backlash and the thing sank and it was right by the aerator in my lake. Yeah. And lo and behold, I hooked the aerator line <laughs> and I I probably pulled that aerator like ten feet up into the water column and I'm like, Yeah, I better not do this. So when they pulled the aerators out this year, I'm sure somebody was pretty happy and found a brand new. Those are twenty five dollar lures. Yeah, they were yeah. like it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, so there you go. So, so the so the musky fishing was a big one. So using a lot of those lures. Yeah. Um, and you know it's um, from a, a a technique perspective, the drop shot as well, dude. Yeah. We yeah. did a we did a guided trip on Delavan. I think I talked a little bit about it. Sure. And uh, that's all we did was drop shot. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so. That, What's nice, too, is when you go with someone who really knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So then when things aren't yeah. working, you're not just going, am I doing something wrong? Or is this, sure. am I doing it right? We're just in the wrong place or what? Sure, sure, so sure. So that was kind of reassuring that yeah. you make sure you got it right, you know? Yeah, and I mean, that that definitely helps, you know, especially when you're not catching anything in that technique. And yeah. you have somebody there that's been super successful with yep. it. Like, it, it, it definitely helps you out, um, you know. And I can kind of relate to that somewhat because you know when we took jay up to uh green bay he was like totally out of his element you know yeah um and that's different so i mean that's another thing i love doing man is just doing the same thing sharing sharing techniques and showing people different ways to fish um so that was kind of cool to because he showed me how to use that swim bait up on the madison chain and uh that definitely upped my game and i used that in uh, a couple different spots this year so, so if, if we look at last year and we move to boats, <coughs> so obviously I was a new canoe frontier twelve guy. You're a, you're yeah. a bonafide one twenty seven SS. Is that yeah, right? oh yeah. So, um, both paddle kayaks, sure, typically. Yep. Um, with some options, right, to do other things with, uh, yep. like any kayak. But moving into twenty nineteen. Uh, for those that have been listening as well, I mean, we, you know, we're both talking about pedal kayaks, right? Well, let's step that back because I started out in an Ascend oh, 128. Right. That's right. And I, I always right. forget about that. Like, yeah, it's funny. Right. Like, I started with an Ascend kayak. And that was, like, kind of, like, one of the things that, like, started this whole podcast because we both were looking at that boat. We were. And I sprung on it. You did. And I was I remember like, loading it with you at uh, yeah, Cabela's. Yeah, at Cabela's. And I was totally disappointed. And, uh, you know, we read a bunch of reviews and we were like, yeah, this boat is pretty sweet, man. Like, this should be good. And then, like, I got on it and I was like, 
these guys are a bunch of liars. <laughs> I want to track them down and beat my 900 bucks out of them, you know. But um, And I also had a Pelican sit-in, which I still have that boat. My daughter uses it. But it's good for those quick little trips. What was really funny about that, and what I remember from that time frame, now you mention it, is you bought that Pelican after you bought your Ascend. Yeah, but like you the used, same week. But the same week. But you used that Pelican, Pelican way more. more. Yeah, way more. Way more than my Ascend because that Ascend was like so bulky, heavy. Trying to get it on top of the car was just a pain unless I had somebody helping me. Right. And, and then uh, you couldn't stand anyway in it. Yeah, so couldn't stand right. and fish. And, you know, I like I've said many times on this podcast, like I'm, I'm huge for sight fishing. I love standing in my Bonafide. I can dance a happy jig in that thing, you know. It was so funny. I got to tell this story. So I remember we're in that one finger on your on on, on your lake, and I'm in my my Frontier 12, and you're in your, the Ascend. Yeah, yeah. And I'm standing up and fishing, and you were just looking at me like with this like <laughs> laser like, beam eyes, like I was pissed. So then you stood up, and you're like, "I'm going to stand up in this yeah. thing if it kills me. Yeah. If I'm going in the drain." Yeah, and but I you didn't. You stood I, up. I didn't. You did it. Yeah, no, I didn't. I think the only time I almost went in the drink this year was on the Bonafide and the Gunnels. Yeah, when I tried standing on the Gunnel walls. I got walls. that on video. Did we release that? I don't, know, I don't know. I don't think we should because that's pretty embarrassing. It's pretty awesome. But I did it. I stood up, but I almost took a swim. Good thing it was the middle of summer. But, yeah, man, it, it, it's crazy to think about it. Like, I, I legit went through three boats this year. Um, I mean, I still got my Bonafide. I love my Bonafide. You still got your Pelican, too. I got my Pelican. Uh, my daughter loves it, but I'll probably keep that around as like a spare boat yep. for other people to use. I mean, I but, I gotta tell you, I fished in that Pelican, dude. Yeah, expecting like not to like it at, at all. all. It, it's a decent little it, sit. It worked for I mean, you know for 180 bucks. You can't beat it. No, a can't. buddy of mine just fished yeah. out of it um, down on the Desplaines River when we went out with Jay, and uh, he's like, it wasn't a bad boat, man. He he did fall in the water though. He was going up to shore to, you know, relieve some coffee, so to speak, mm-hmm. on shore. And when he went to get out of it, he kind of put his arm in the in the river. But uh, other than that, he's like, dude, this is pretty cool. You know, it worked. It and totally he was worked. like, he was definitely interested in kayaks. And Jay was selling his Jacksons because he's getting a, a big rig this year. And he was like contemplating it. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I want to give it more time next year. Sure. But we, I think we got him hooked because he was like, just totally blown away with being in a kayak. And uh, it's funny. I had a conversation the other night um, with somebody, and it was like, being in a kayak gets you like more connected to the fish and closer to the water and everything else. And that that pelican is all that you it know is. like you're, you're sitting bad. in it so yeah. you're below the, yeah. the water line when you're sitting in it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's 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 pretty crazy but i mean you know like i always say i'm like six four 250 pounds man and that little 10 foot pelican i'll paddle that thing all day long oh, and it yeah. tracks i mean it goes yeah. fast yeah oh yeah For sure. super fast but you just you know i can't stand and fish out of it but you know we had uh, a listener um from up in Canada, he has one. Uh, I think it was a small pelican. If not, it was a sun dolphin. And you know, he took it out just for those hour trips after work, just to get a few casts. And you know, like 
That boat's perfect for that. I'm, you know what, man? It's it's so funny. You know, we always talk about just getting a boat and go. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, right, right. doesn't matter what your budget is. Doesn't matter. Just go. You yeah, because it'll it'll change your life from a fishing perspective, without a doubt. I mean, it's funny. You know, like we talk about like how the community is like so welcoming to so many people, and we just had uh, uh, Dusty Yacker on the yeah. other episode, yeah. and he was talking about how he was fishing out of a little rinky dink boat like that in his first tournament and he saw all these guys in like hobies and jacksons and this and that and you know nobody cares they just care that you're there to fish right you know and look at you know the guy's won like what three boats in two years you know now he's fishing out of a hobie pa 12 that he won in a tournament and he's got an outback and yeah i mean you know and a bonafide and a bonafide yeah yeah crazy so i mean that's kind of cool you know but uh I don't know, man. I just, I always tell everybody if if you're like contemplating it, like whether or not to get in the sport, don't go out and spend two grand on a boat. Right. Go buy a little Pelican or something. See if you like it. You know, it's 180 bucks. You could turn around, sell it on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist Mm -hmm. or something like that. And then go out and get your good boat. You know, right. Um, Don't be a bonehead like me and, you know, just go buy a boat because you read a bunch of <laughs> stupid reviews online you know good old interwebs but you know we, we we talked i think on a couple episodes ago about minimalizing too right yeah. from the aspect of uh i think for my yeah. new canoe right instead yeah. of putting all the bells and whistles on it well when i went in your 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 pelican or when you would go into pelican you bring a bump stick yeah you'd bring a couple uh you know a couple crates of lures whatever and then basically you'd, you'd you know you got your paddle and you got your net and that's it, you know. And it's like it, it doesn't get more simple than that. And just to get out in the water and catch some fish, right, right, it doesn't take a lot to get started. Yeah, I mean, I downsized my tackle box when I was fishing out of that pelican a bunch, and uh, you know, I just I had like a little ugly stick bag that had these little plastic tackle Perfect. boxes yep. in it, you know. Threw a couple baits in there because I knew pretty much what I was going to throw when I was out there. You know, and I had two to three rods with me, and like you said, my bump stick, mm-hmm. and uh, that was perfect. You well, know? And, and that boat has two rod holders in it. Yeah, right two rod holders in the back, perfect. rod holders right behind you, and then yeah. I, I would always have one like up front between yep. my legs as I was paddling. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, you don't need three rods. No, right. I mean, I, I'm a bonehead sometimes. I know I'm going out, and I'm only going to toss, like, three different baits. Right, right. And I'll pull all six rods out and fill up my black pack in the back we of my We got to look like you're serious. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> I get the looks that way, you know. <clears throat> and it's so funny because, you know, I live on that lake, and, you know, even when I was up in Hayward, Wisconsin this summer, you know, and I was paddling past those folks, and the lady's like, that's a pretty sweet rig you got there. I was like, oh, thank you, you know. Like, it's a newer style boat. You know, I was in my Bonafide, and she's like, you got cable TV on that thing? <laughs> I'm like, no, not yet, but it's actually going to be the dish, so I don't have to run a line out here right, to it, right, you know? Because right. it just, it looks different, and it's funny, like, in the Midwest here, like, kayak fishing is gaining popularity. It's not, like, down south and texas florida or out west in california like you know i think california right now i would bet my money on that like that's the biggest kayak like the Mecca, fishing right population right sure. now like i was just listening to something on uh, kayak bass nation on facebook the other night and they were talking about all these new tournament uh schedules and stuff coming out and 
the uh, Yakabass guys out there, they say every tournament, they usually have, like, I think it's, like, a minimum of 130 to 200 guys every tournament. Like, that's crazy, man. That is crazy. You know, whereas, you know, in the in the central division, you know, I think so they like struggle, 30, 50, struggle to get 100 in, yeah. the, in the trail division. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know that stat 100%, but I just know the guys out in California. They're killing it as right. far as, like, guys signing up for tournaments, boats everywhere, sure. you know. Um, so, I mean, that's cool to see. And it it's cool because every year out here it's getting bigger and bigger. So, um, just by talking to the guys at our paddle shop, you know, they're, they're talking about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind of out of their element because they're more paddle orientated and they don't know a whole lot about fishing, which we'll get into later. But um, So, if we were, you know, we, we talked a lot about this year and kind of like, you know, where we've come from, from a boat perspective, baits, techniques, all that stuff. Where do you see it going next year? We've made some. I mean, you've made some announcements here in yeah. the last few episodes. Yeah. Well, I guess where do you see your techniques? What what, what techniques are you looking forward to? Um, boats, all that kind of good stuff. I'm I'm definitely going to get back into throwing more crankbaits. I've decided um, that's something I used to throw a lot of, and I've kind of fallen away from that crankbaits. Uh, football jigs, I used to be big on. I threw some football jigs this year. Um, not very much though. Um, in swim baits, so yeah. I'm gonna do swim baits, uh, crank baits, and more um, uh, football jigs and stuff you, like that. You know what's funny is we're both gonna be in the same boat. I have a feeling if I was to put on my Nostradamus hat, yeah, that we're, we're gonna be wanting to go back to the chatter bait. Like yeah. as soon as oh, things yeah. get a little well, slow, right. <laughs> right, right, right. now it's our go-to. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, you know, obviously different times of year are going to call for different styles of baits, you know, but I I really, like I was thinking about it, you know, because we had talked previously about what, you know, talking about this topic earlier in the week and, uh, you know, I think definitely crankbaits, I've already started to accumulate some uh, newer cranks. Well, even that newer swim bait you got is pretty, like I've never used anything like that, that jointed it's like a hard yeah, bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, right? big jointed hard swim yeah. bait. Yeah. So I'm excited to throw that. Be curious. Yeah. Something landing on yeah. that's going to be a blast. Yeah. So, for yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Throwing not only the hard swim baits, but the soft swim baits. I want to use those underspins. Um, I hear a lot of good things about them. I've never, I've never used one either. Nope. But, um, you know, I think it's a must have nowadays. Yep. Um, what about boats? Where do you see yourself? I'm I'm on the fence, man, between two. Okay, whatever. And, I, and I'm waiting to see one, and that's why I'm on the fence. Okay, what are you what are you looking so, at? So I think I know, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm going back and forth between the Old Town Predator, um, PDL, PDL. Um, I definitely am going pedal drive, um, just for tournament fishing. I'm still going to be in my bonafide, sure. You know, for certain certain things, but as far as tournament fishing goes, I mean. The pedal, the pedal drives a necessity, and um, you know I'm not a guy to put a torpedo or anything on my boat, so I'm not doing that. Sorry, Bonafide, but you need to come out with a damn pedal drive already. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, Old Town Predator PDL, which I demoed when I demoed my Bonafide, mm-hmm. and then uh, the other one is the new Jackson Big Rig mm-hmm. HDFD. So. 
Hmm. Yeah, that's. We'll have to I'm, see how it works out. I'm sure that a lot of that HDFD comes from my man Jay, you know, talking <laughs> it up to me. But I mean, it's unique, you know. Um, you know, I say I'm not a guy that's not going to put a torpedo or anything on my boat, but you know, Jackson is coming out with that. Uh, I forget that what drive the, attachment. The, the drive right? attachment to turn right. it into an electric motor, which is, you know, that's kind of cool. It's compact. It's not like. What you did this year with a trolling motor on the back of your new canoe, I think, like, me personally on that setup, mm-hmm. like, I would just get frustrated right, with it. Right, You know, it's a lot of setup, a lot of weight, things it like is. that. It is, it um, is. But, I mean, it was nice when we fished the Fox River. I love that because I got a free ride upstream. I'm never going to forget about the that. The tow rope. But, yeah, but... Uh, you're I mean, right, though. You're exactly right. It, it's a it, lot of hassles. It, it was a lot of hassles. I saw you struggle For with sure. it when you were using it, you know. For so sure. I think, like, something like that where it's a built-in unit like that, which we've talked about. There's a few different boats out yep. there, like the the Feel Free um jackson's coming around with it for the wilderness has the helix wilderness has the helix Mm -hmm. and then old town actually has a deal with mincota they do mincota thing and i don't know much about that and that's not why i'm thinking the predator right like my whole thoughts behind the predator is is that thing when i got in it when i went to the demo days is like i started that thing has got so much torque yeah. Dude, I took off like a bat. Ten three to one, I think, is the race. Yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah, and my our man Travis over at Rocktown, man, he was like, "Dude, you like got in that thing and took off like a rocket. I've right. never seen anybody take <laughs> off in that thing like that." And I'm like, "Well, I just got in and started pedaling, you know." Right. But uh, yeah, it was crazy. Um, it, it's a super stable boat. Um, it it doesn't come rigged up with any like uh, track options, rail options, um, things like that, but. I think that's kind of cool in a respect as well because you can, I mean, I don't use all the rail systems on my Bonafide. No. You know, so. And things go right where they normally go. Yeah. Right, 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 right. You always slide it yeah. to the same spot because Ex- that's where you like exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just less stuff on your boat that you don't have to deal with. Um, Another thing I thought about, too, on that, because uh, I've been looking at the Predator as well, Yep. is if you really think about it, and um, you could actually replace those those plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you did yeah. something where either you wanted something swappable or you put something in the wrong space and you need it's like a redo yeah. button that's sure. easily pressed, sure. right? Well, I was even thinking too, I was looking at those those plastic brackets up on the side, like just in front of the seat on the side, yeah. on the gunnel walls. Um you know, I know a couple metal machinists, CNC machinist guys, where it's like I can have that plastic piece. Mm-hmm. Replaced with some CNC aluminum, right? With a slot for gear track. No, right. You know right. what I mean, right? Or you could just attach a, a simple, you know, aftermarket. It's configurable. It's configurable. It totally is, and yeah. every boat is, you know. But right. um, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of on the fence between those two. Um, yeah, I don't know. We've had so many conversations we about have. boats, man. We have. I mean, I think. Um, from my perspective, yeah, you're you're looking at the PDL like you said. I am, I, and I, I was looking at uh, the native and the you know the the uh, what is that the Slayer thirteen uh, pedal yeah. pedal drive and then the um, the Wilderness radar right the radar yeah yeah and 
<clears throat> the more and more, and again, the wilderness has that electric option as well. Sure, sure. But I got to tell you, man, you know, I've kind of already, I've got already got the trolling motor, right? You know, right. I've already got the, um, the stuff to do it, and the pedal drive, I think, is what it all boils down to. Sure, it's how reliable, uh, maintenance, all those things. So anyway, those are the the three that I guess I'm kind of looking at, but I'm I'm favoring the PDL as well. Right, right. I mean, it's a sweet rig. I mean, it, it hasn't gained a ton of popularity, I don't think. I mean, you're seeing more and more of them, mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's really hit home. I mean, Old Town, let's face it, was mostly a canoe company. I mean, they right. still are. Um, they've they've had some kayaks out for a while, but I think that PDL drive system gets overlooked a lot. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, like... It took off. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, what's funny is um, there's other makes out there that we don't talk a lot about, like Feel Free. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times it has nothing to do with um, it has nothing to do with the fact that we're against those brands or anything. Yeah. It has more to do with the fact that what we have access to, right, right, versus right. you know, and sure, it's like why would you even think of buying a Ferrari unless you had the money or the means to get it? Sure, right? sure, sure. So, sure. Um, you know, if I'm looking at a feel free, like you know, I'd need to have a kayak shop local that carries it. And it and it's funny, like you know, when you think about it, like some boats are like so regional, right? Like for sure, like feel free is super popular out in California. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, like like. The guys from Yak Tactics, both those guys have feel-free yep, lures. Sure, um, it's supposedly great boats. You know, you get down to Kentucky, Tennessee area, a lot of Jackson boats, a lot Vi- of Bonafide. Vibe is another one that's yeah. like a coastal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, coastal yeah. presence, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, um, you know, and well, like Ocean Kayak, you don't hear no, much about them, right? Three Waters, but but Rocktown. Uh, you know out here by us they carry ocean kayaks only a couple models sure sure. but you know that's not something that a lot of guys go to like out here you hear hobie jackson new canoe and uh uh hobie jackson new bonafide bonafide you know some uh wilderness and native wilderness and native yeah right and and uh yeah uh the old town right right like well i remember when you know, because Gander Mountain went out of business, Gander Outdoors opened, opened back up, up and uh, there's a, a store not too far from my house, and I went there, and I was like, dude, I called you, remember? Mm-hmm. And I was like, they got feel freeze here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm checking them out, and you're like, well, what do they look like? And I'm like, dude, you're going to have to come out here. We're just going to have to make a trip of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that was kind of cool, you know, like having that outlet to, to see sure. that boat, because it's... I think there's a dealer, but it's like in Indiana or something, right, which right, is right, right. not that bad. It's but. like an hour. No, it's more than an hour. It's like a two-hour drive from yeah, where we're sure, at, you know, sure. here in northern Illinois. But um, it's not a popular boat in the Midwest, I don't think. And, again, know? I just don't want our, our listeners to think that we're sure. siding with certain boats. Well, but it's what's available, you know. And that's like uh, when, we, when we were talking about boats a couple episodes ago, I know we got a, a comment uh, on a Facebook post you know after we released it was about, it was about the, the radar, radar. Yeah, yeah yeah and you know that that's a boat that's not necessarily readily available to us we got to travel you know two hours north For to go sure. see that boat you know um but you know so it's not like a matter and i'm sure a lot of people 
um, all across the country have the same issues we have. Oh, for sure. You know, they'd want to see certain kind of boats, but maybe they don't they, have access they, to they new canoe or bonafide to, or whatever. Yeah, right, 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 right. So, I mean, that's that's the thing too, you know. So, um, yeah, I agree with where you were going with that because I think there's a lot of misconception in that. I mean, don't get me wrong, like we don't talk about Hobie that much. And I mean, let's face it. Yeah. You can consider Hobie like the king of boats. Sure. But me personally, my own personal opinion, um, I think there's a lot of great boats out there that are just as good. Right. For less money. Right. You know what I mean? And we're catering to, you know, a lot of new kayak anglers. Don't get me wrong. We got a lot of like seasonal guys that sure. listen to this. You sure. Know? Sure. Um, that are fishing out of Hobies, but you know, not everybody's going to go drop, you know, 4,200 bones, 3,800 bones, whatever it is, whatever it is. I mean, it all varies. A lot of money. I mean, I've seen that Hobie up close and personal. Yeah. It's, it's kind of impressive. Yeah. 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 But you know, if I'm going to spend 4,200 bucks, I'm going to go buy a new bass. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know, I spent, uh, you know, what's my bonafide was like 1600 bucks, you know? So, I mean, you know little less than two grand mm-hmm. um you know don't get me wrong it's not a money thing with me it's just you know i i feel like if you're going to spend that kind of coin i can get a nice used bass boat and co-fish bass circuits with that you well know? And you know the, the reality of it too is any of the boats you buy you're going to wind up customizing it to some extent to suit your needs sure to do what you want it to do i mean and when you really think about it at the end of the day if we go back to the pelican mm-hmm. you need a bump stick a yeah. net a few rods and some tackle. That's really what you need. And it's kind of funny, like, and I think that was one thing I was trying to get at was, you know, we're so acceptable of, like, kayak fishermen, but let's face it, there's all these groups or cliques in the kayak community. Oh, sure. you got the Hobie guys, the new canoe guys, the Bonafide guys. I mean, I give Jay a hard time all the time, you know. Mm -hmm. Hey, buddy, you want to try out my Bonafide? He (laughs) won't do it because he's a Jackson guy. And I get it. I get it, you know. But, uh it doesn't mean that we think any less of each other. No, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. But uh, he just doesn't want photo evidence of yeah. him in a, in a bonafide. It's going to happen. <laughs> Get him drunk one night and right. just drag him out into the bonafide. Confuse him with color. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be an interesting year, man. I mean, there's a lot happening. Uh, there's a lot of talk about changes in the kbf tournament series uh, you know tournaments in general uh things like that so i mean i'm really looking forward to 2019 it, it's 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 going to be super exciting and um man it's it's just going to be a fun ride i think for sure so um i guess one the next thing to kind of talk about from uh this past year is the yak angler choice awards yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um, for those that don't know, um, there is a Yak Angler Choice Awards that, um, you know, certain uh, subjects, so to speak, um, people are nominated by people in the industry or just regular average Joe people. And, um, you know, like Angler of the Year, uh, like I said, Christine Fisher was up for uh, an article she wrote youtube video of the year um things like that and um so angler of the year um if you guys um are not familiar with the story um a woman died this year uh i heard about that fishing down in uh 
uh, what was that, Toledo Ben, right? And uh, her name was, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Rebecca Golden. And uh, she was nominated, and um, she actually won the 2018 uh, Angler's Choice Awards. A lot of people, um, you know, nominated her because she enlightened the mood. I mean, I didn't know her. I never met her personally. Um, but, uh, she was just super passionate about kayak fishing and, um, fishing in general. And, you know, she brought a smile to a lot of people's faces from everything I've read and, uh, people were just, you know, hit deeply by the loss of her. And I mean, let's face it, anytime we lose a good person, I mean, it, it always hits home. Um, so Rebecca Golden took first for that, um. Second person that was nominated, or that took, per, uh, I'm sorry, the person that took second place was Robert Field. Um, a lot of guys know him from uh, YouTube videos, things like that, Fish of Saltwater. And then third place was Russell Johnson. Don't know much about Russ, but uh, congrats to all three of those. Uh, Didn't they have other categories too, like yeah, boats? Yeah, and, so, uh, so what do we got there? Let me, let me name off all the categories. Uh, Paddle of the Year, Magazine of the Year, Product of the Year, uh, Location of the Year, uh, The Kayak of the Year, Forum of the Year, Employer of the Year, Retailer of the Year, uh, YouTube Video of the Year. Um, so what was the Kayak of the Year? Blog, Vlog, and Photo of the Year. Uh, kayak of the year was actually the Bonafide SS 127. You just puffed your chest out when you said that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> cool hand blue coming at you. Yeah, yeah. Bonafide took first. Um, second, which this seems kind of weird to me, and I saw a comment about this uh, earlier. Second place was the 2019 Hobie Outback. Okay. So how does a 2019 boat win the 2018? Well, I think because it came out this summer, almost maybe like cars. Oh, okay. You know how the, the next year's models yeah. come out the year prior? That's goofy to me. But, uh, but that out, Dusty was talking about that outback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And third place is was a Vibe, Maver- uh, Vibe Maverick 120. Really? Yeah, so Vibe took third place. I don't think I've ever seen a vibe like live and in person. I I haven't either. One. And that that goes back. I don't I don't even know where you could see a vibe no, around either. here. I don't either. You know, but uh, <clears throat> it, it's a boat that's What not, was product of the year? Uh product of the year was the Yak Attack Omega Rod Holder. Really? Second place was uh the low profile kayak anchored anchor wizard which we talked about yep, earlier. Yep. Third place was the action hat, which I believe is a hat for GoPros and stuff. I think it's built in or something. Yeah, like it I looks for, pretty cool, yeah, man. I I haven't. I'm not familiar with that, but uh, I totally want one of those. Our friends at Savior Outdoors went to the second round for product of the year for the retrieval. Yeah, yeah for the retrieval that's, device. So, that's essential, dude. Yeah, and uh, you know, me and Corey talked about that, and he was super stoked. Like it, it wasn't something he expected. You know, and then I remember talking to him that that week that the second round of judging was going on. Yeah. He's like, "Let's wait, let's wait." You know, well, we had Thanksgiving going on, but he's like, "Man, we're crossing our fingers over here." And I was rooting for him. I mean, I voted for it. I mean, I think that oh, without a doubt, that retrieval device yeah. is so key. I was so, so bummed I missed that episode. So yeah, that's <laughs> right, man. You were dealing with some stuff. It's all good. 
It's all good. But what, what uh, else we got on there? Paddle? Who's paddling? Uh, bending branches? Yep. Yeah. You got it. Bending branches, Angler Pro. Um, second place was the Werner Shauna, mm-hmm. which that's the paddle I have. And then third place was the Bending Branches Angler Ace. You have a Werner? Yeah. Yeah, my Werner. Yeah. I thought you had a Bending Branches, don't you? No, no, no. I got Werner. Oh, you got that. That's that's the real light one you got. Yeah, Jay, gotcha. Jay's got a Bending Branches. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I got a Werner. Um, I love, that paddle's super light. I love my Werner. Actually, they got a lighter one. So Amazing. I saw it the other day. It's sexy. Um, what, what else looks good on there that's good to chicken pick? Uh, forum of the year was kayak bass fishing. Second place was uh, Yak Tribe. So, oh, that's yeah, cool. Shout out to Yak Tribe. And then third was kayakanglers.com. Uh, I just joined that forum. Uh, I haven't posted too much. I posted the podcast on there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, cool. I need to interact with that a little bit more. Uh, cool. Blog slash vlog of the year went to Robert Field, his YouTube channel. Second place was uh, good old Chad Hoover, Kayak Bass and mm-hmm, Show. Mm-hmm. And then third place is somebody I've been watching a ton of, uh, which is Greg Blanchard. Okay. His YouTube stuff. Interesting. I dig his stuff. He's he's really good. Yeah. I like him. Okay. You know, he's uh, he's one of my inspirations for next year for sure. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I, I dig his stuff. You know. I believe Greg is from New York area, but he's been fishing a bunch in California and stuff. I just saw him wrap up. Um, he's got his own little, like, crew of guys that, you know, they all fish together. And, like, when they're pre-fishing, they have their own separate little tournament. Okay. And they have a trophy for each tournament they go I to. See. And the, the trophy's a Coors Light can. Gotcha. Yeah, with, like, a lure <laughs> glue right, to it right, or something. Right. It's just something that they do amongst friends. Um, video of the year was the KBF National 2018 recap. Um, second place was a giant black marlin, um, landed, uh, unassisted from a kayak at Los Busos, Panama. Could you imagine that? Seriously. The, the guys at, uh, Yak Tactics just had that guy on. Unbelievable. Talking about it. I mean, I'm, I'm not big into going out of the country. Other than like maybe Canada, but right. I mean, this guy was talking about like nailing huge saltwater fish out of a kayak. Well, and I'm like, <clears throat> that's crazy. Like they have to call in a boat from to come in or out just in case something happens. Yeah, right. I mean, right. I, I, can you imagine that? No. I mean, so my my brother in law does a lot of saltwater fishing down in the in the Gulf. And, right, uh, right. 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 They see he, he's always sending me pictures of guys kayak fishing the flats and stuff. Well. New Canoe had had a video of a guy out in the frontier literally hooking up with an amberjack out. And yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, we've talked about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and, and then my brother-in-law always jokes, hey, don't, me, me and Dan will take you out. Yeah. We'll take you out. We'll yeah. drop you out. Yeah. We'll trap you. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'll yeah. never see him again. Yeah, that's right, right. Thing. Yeah, no <laughs> thanks. Well, that's like I, I, um, I've seen this video before, but I just saw it again recently that Robert Field has a video. And, like, the whole time I'm watching it, you know, like, we always preach safety. Sure. Right? And he has this video, and he's like, you know, mistake number one, going out in the ocean by myself. Right, 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 right. Mistake number two, fishing for sharks by myself. Right, right, right. He ends up hooking into, I think it was a big nurse shark or something, 
almost gets his arm bitten off. He's fighting this thing for hours, getting drifted away in the current, you know, and that was like another mistake. Right. Then he ends up getting knocked out of his kayak, and that was another mistake. He's never practiced getting into his kayak before, which I'll be the first to admit I've never practiced that. No, never done either. Yeah. You know, so that got me thinking, like, you know, next year I need to probably do that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so – um. Yeah, I've seen that video before, and that's kind of one of Robert Field's big, big things, right, you know. Right. But he does all kinds of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah. So lo, uh, location of the year was uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Sask Susquehanna River. I'm not even sure where that is. Uh, Lake Chickamauga. Uh, that's down in Tennessee, I believe. And then uh, Kentucky Lake was number three. Okay. So, and Kentucky Lake was where they held the uh, KBF KBF Championship yeah. Nationals, I believe, this year. So, speaking of KBF, um, what about the 2019 tournament planning? Oh, boy. Where, where, what, where are you at with that? Um, yeah, so... The schedules came out, right? Uh, pretty much all the schedules that... Um, Except the KBL? KBL is the only one that's still not out. Okay. Um, but I, they released some dates, so um, nothing's really conflicting with the KBF schedule. So, you know, my plan, uh, I'm writing a blog article, and I, I mentioned this in the, the Savior Outdoors, but I'm kind of waiting for that KBL schedule to come out. And, sure. Uh, I'm definitely fishing KBF uh, Central Trail Series this year. Um KBF changed it up a little bit this year. So typically, trail series events, it's a $75 buy-in. You can get an additional pro membership for $200. And then at every tournament, I believe you pay an extra $200 or $250. And you can fish the pro side. And you're still paying your $75 entry fee. So you're still paying. paying to fish both sides and you can cash a check in both um it's just for the guys that want to up the ante a little bit basically Mm -hmm. um so i'm kind of contemplating that Mm -hmm. you know uh the bigger payoffs would be nicer but then i believe it's uh top two from every trail series event that fishes as a pro gets invited to the pro series tournament or something Mm -hmm. at the end of the year or something like that i'm not you know, they're still releasing details about that. Um, it's not a hundred percent clear to me, but it, you know, it's something I'm considering is fishing the pro side as well. So from I mean, a KBF perspective, what lake are you looking forward to most? Oh man, it's so good. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the whole schedule and, uh, we is st- all of it water you haven't been on before? Uh, most of it. Most so of Madison it. chain is in there. That's which, it. Okay. Which I'm really looking forward to that because I had a lot of fun fishing with Jay up there. You know, that's an hour away from home. St. Clair's on there too, right? Lake St. Clair's on there. That's a a bucket list one for sure. Yeah, I've never fished St. Clair. But, uh, yeah, so it starts out end of April. uh, We start in Big Hill, Kansas, which I started looking up that lake, looking at, you know, uh, topo maps, looking at uh, satellite images. And uh, I'm kind of excited about that one because it, you know, I always talk about tree, stru- like sunken tree sure, structure. Sure. 
and this has got a lot yeah, of it's that. Got a lot of that. A yeah. lot of it. So, I'm I'm super excited about that. And then from there we go to um, end of May. That's the Lake St. Clair. Then it goes to the Madison Chain. And then from Madison, we go to the Mississippi River out in Iowa, McGregor, Iowa, which is kind of by La Crosse, Wisconsin. I've never fished that certain pool area of the Mississippi. I've always fished a little further north for walleye up by Red Wing. And then uh, from there, we go to Mark Twain, Missouri, which I've heard a lot of guys complaining about. Uh, not a lot of big fish in there, supposedly. I don't, I don't know too much about that lake. And then the championships on uh, Table Rock Lake in Missouri, which that's kind of been a bus- bucket list lake for myself as well. So, I mean, kind of spread all over the place, and I've been putting together spreadsheets, figuring out, you know, the distance to and from each tournament, what kind of money I need for gas, entry fees, camping with the trailer, um, food money, things like that. So... I'll definitely break that all down in the blog and give you guys some shots of, uh, you know, how I'm breaking everything down and just kind of figuring my costs for next year and, you know, how I'm, I'm, I'm going about that. So, and then, uh, yeah, KBL series. Um, and then I'm also thinking, uh, there's a series in Iowa as well. And there's a series in Michigan and there's another series in Wisconsin. So, three surrounding states that I'm considering maybe hitting a couple trail series on there. Um, I know, I believe it was the Iowa one. Um, if you fish like, uh, what they do is I think there's five stops on their normal trail and they'll take your best three tournaments to figure out your angler of the year points. So if you miss two of them, which I know two would conflict with uh kbf and kbl schedules um but i could fish the other three and still have a contention so to speak for the uh championship at the end of the season so um yeah it's it's kind of interesting man like finding all these smaller club leagues and and things like that i mean i could legit stand road from you know end of april till end of september even further you know if i wanted to and I wanted to get divorced or something, but you know, I don't think that's a, a good An plan. option. Yeah. No, it's not a good plan. Yeah, my wife would kick my rear end. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting year, man. I mean, it's kind of scattered all over some new bodies of water, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be a learning experience, and uh, that's what it's all about, man. I'm just looking forward to it sharing be awesome. it, yeah. sharing it with everybody, and. You know, and not only that, you know, there's a ton of online tournaments, you know. Sure. So, I mean, there's all kinds of fishing and tournament type stuff going on for next year. And speaking of next year, um, we're going to be at some fishing shows, my friend. Oh, yeah. Aren't we? Yeah, we are. So, um, well, that kind of ties in with the next thing, too. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and just so um, forward on through that. Yeah, we you know we've kind of kind of mentioned that we're we're working on something and and also you know I released a video on our uh, Instagram pages. Um, so there's the normal paddle and fin Instagram page, and then I started my own page and I put a video out there 
um, in regards to, you know, obviously the podcast, we're not breaking up or anything, right? Right. We're, we're still good. Yep. We're All still right, good. good. <laughs> um, you know, I just wanted to separate my own personal stuff from the podcast stuff sure. because I'm picking up sponsors and stuff for next year. So I didn't want the two to conflict. Yep. Um, but me and Scott have been talking uh, with our local paddle shop here, Rocktown Adventures, and uh, they're partnering up with the podcast here, guys. So That's super um, cool. we're sharing their booth with them um for some some upcoming fishing shows um in illinois we'll be at the schaumburg show um which is january 24th through the 27th um so we'll be at that fishing show i know i'll be there for sure um thursday friday but then i may be leaving friday evening and heading down to the lexington kentucky show um, to be in the booth with the uh, Elysian Rods, but you'll be there over the weekend. So those in Chicago will be stuck with me. Yeah, sorry guys, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yeah, I gotta. I I'm gonna try hitting the Lexington show and same thing. Perfect. I'm, sh- I'm sharing the booth with them. Yep. So not only am I promoting the the rod company that uh, decided to sponsor me for this year, um, but I'll be also promoting the podcast as well. Yeah. So uh, we'll be in two states in January, and then uh, beginning of February, if you're in southern Wisconsin or northern Illinois, we'll be at the Rockford Boat Show in the uh, Rocktown booth, and then uh, we'll be at the Madison Fishing Show at the end of February, which is in central Wisconsin. Should be awesome, so, dude. I know. I know we got a few listeners up there that are planning on coming out. Well, we uh, do, and we've even got some down in in Kentucky area as well. Yeah. So that Todd I mean... Phillips, Todd <laughs> Phillips, you better show up at that Kentucky show. I'm going to send you the dates, and me and you, my friend, I'm going to take you to dinner. You better show up. So yeah, but uh, f- by all means, for all our listeners, if you guys are going to any of these shows, I mean, please stop by and say hello. Yeah, yeah, you know, we'd love to meet you face to face. Yeah, and say thank you for listening and all that. Yeah, good stuff. talk, talk fishing, talk kayaks. Yeah, you know for sure. Because I mean, I know at least up in the northern shows, we're going to be in a kayak booth. Yeah. So, you know, we got some some boats that are going to be in the booth, and uh, we're helping the boys at Rocktown out. Uh, you know, for fishing related kayaks yeah, and yeah, stuff. For so, sure. It's going to be a ton of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know, we love talking fishing as Mm -hmm. it is, you Mm -hmm. know, but, uh, you know, we're going to be talking with folks face to face, which is going to be super cool. And, you know, we'd love to meet all you guys. So you definitely got to come out. I know. Well, and then on top of it too, I mean, um, you know, with everything we do on the, on the Paddle and Fin podcast, obviously anything sponsor related or, or, or even in conjunction, we like to make it, you know, for our listeners. So, uh, they're actually going to be running a promo. Yeah, yeah. So um, Rocktown is currently getting their website up and running. So you guys that aren't locally here, this is going to benefit you as well. Um, you know, one thing that me and Scott talked a ton about when this whole deal came up is we figured a kayak shop would be the least infringing where we could still talk about all the topics and things that we want to talk about. Not only that, but it's going to give us access to, you know, demoing some boats, things of that nature, so we can put more info out there. But um, Rocktown is going to offer uh, you guys, the listeners, uh, a promo code, which is going to be Paddle and Fin. It's not live yet. 
Um, they're working out some kinks with the website. So if you're out of state, uh, kayak accessories, kayak gear, PFDs, uh, clothing, things like that, um, we believe the discount's going to be 15% off. Um, if you're locally and you go into the shop, just mention Paddle and Finn, you'll get the discount in the store. So, you know, not only is it benefiting us uh, to create more content for you guys, but it's also benefiting you guys when you need some gear. You know, yeah, you can't run down the street necessarily if you live out of state, but however, if you can wait a couple days, you know, and it's a get great, the, get it's that a great, discount. They got everything, man. I mean, it's an that, awesome place. That was the big thing. Like, we didn't want it to benefit us. We wanted it to benefit you guys, the right. listener. And right. we thought, what better way than to have a a paddle shop that carries all the stuff you guys are going to need, uh, so to speak, yeah, to, sure. to benefit you. So, as soon as like the the promo code and everything's live, we'll let you guys know one hundred percent. But it, it's coming. They're working out the kinks. It should hopefully be within the next week yep. or so. So well, and um, regardless, man. I mean, come see us at these shows. Yeah, be in a rock town yeah, yeah, booth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can talk fishing kayaks, talk fishing. Yeah. We can. Meet you face-to-face and all that good stuff. Yeah, and if you guys ever have questions, like the guys at Rocktown are, are super knowledgeable. They are, um, yeah. You know, my man Travis, Kevin, Kevin and yeah. Rick, um, those guys are awesome. Anytime I've had a question, if they don't have the answer, they will find that answer out, even if it means calling the manufacturer or what have you. So, um, yeah, yeah. Super. Well, I, I bought my new canoe from those guys. Yeah, and yep. uh, and I bought I, my Bonafide from them. And I had an issue with my seat, and they literally had it airdropped to me. I didn't even have to call new canoe. They they took care of it yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, customer service is key. Yeah, it's 100% awesome. Yep. Um, so, yeah, if, if you guys haven't heard of them or checked them out, uh, their website's rocktownadventures.com. You can see pictures of the store, the brands they carry. Um, they even have some boats on closeout, right? Old demos oh, yeah, for sale, for sure. stuff like that. So if you're looking for a new boat for next year, I know um, the other night when I was in there, there's some uh, a few boats on sale. Yeah. There, oh, yeah. Uh, Without a doubt. A Perception. Uh, I forget what it was at. I want to say 1500 bucks. Yeah. With a pedal drive in it. That's the pilot. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, they got a, a deal with the new canoe Flint. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's got like an accessories package. Um, they got um, they got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they got a ton of stuff. So, yeah. yeah, check them out, guys. I think you'll be super impressed. And like I said, we wanted this to be beneficial not only for us but for you guys, right. the listeners. Um. So yeah, I mean that's our big announcement. You know. Yeah. No, that's huge. And like I said, um, uh, well, you know, these shows, if you guys are going to these shows anyway, please do stop by. We'd love yeah, to see you. Yeah. And if you didn't get stickers, we're going to have some stickers. We'll have plenty booth. of stickers, yeah. my friends. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Tad up them boats. Well, we're, we're at the end of another one, man. It goes quick. Yeah. So uh, maybe you want to take us out with some announcements. Yeah. So um, me personally, I'm teaming up with uh, Logix Baits, L-O-G-I-X, uh, crankbaits, topwater baits, topwater frogs, jigs, things like that. Uh, use promo code SLYDOG15, save 15%. That's S-L-Y-D-O-G-1-5. Um, savior from last episode, Corey was generous enough to offer up 10% off on the retrieval device. If you guys missed that episode, you're going to go, go you're gonna want to go listen to it. 
Um, this is the device we were talking about that made it to the second round in the Kayak Angler's Choice Awards. Corey offered 10% off all of his merchandise. Just use promo code PADDLE and FIN. Um, you know, we told you about Rocktown. And then um, check out Elysian Fishing, E-L-Y-S-I-A-N. Um, that's a rod company I've been sponsored by. And they've been running all kinds of promo, uh, promo codes during uh, this Christmas season. If you're looking for awesome custom rods, um, definitely go check them out. They got some gear, uh, things like that. So, um, and then also we renewed the paddle and fin swag promo code. Yes, we did. Promo code paddle, save 10% off. Um, I just got a hoodie. I'm Dude, that hoodie's it. awesome. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm like totally it. jealous. Yeah, I know. You and my are. daughter wants one. And, yeah. yeah. Um, I just got, uh, <laughs> well, I just ordered that hoodie and uh, I have every color of t-shirt they offer and they're all cool looking. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, t-shirts, hoodies, um, coffee mugs, coffee mugs, phone cases, things like that. Um, we appreciate your guys' support. That's uh, one way you can support us, the podcast. Yeah, so, awesome. Um, that's paddleandfin.com. That's where you can find the blogs, the Instagram feeds, all that good stuff. So, man. That's it, man. That's well, another one in the books. Jeez. Year in review. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we covered a lot of ground there, we my man. We did. Ton. So, um, Ton. Definitely good. Definitely good. We got some more guests coming up before the end of the year. So. Yep. It should be good stuff. Yeah. yeah. We'll all be right. cranking them out. So, till next time tight lines and smooth paddling.